Hi, and welcome. You are listening to Holistically Speaking with Nancy Sachs. And today I have a very special guest. He happens to be one of the trainers at the studio where I go, Ethan Jones. Welcome, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to have you here because today we're going to be talking all about one of my favorite subject matters, which is exercise. And exercise is such a broad subject, and it's different things to different people. Um, I've been an exerciser all my life. I was a bit of a dancer when I was young, and I've been doing yoga for exactly 40 years, believe it or not. I took my first yoga class at 19. Wow. Yes. So, um, and I fell in love, and I started doing power yoga with Brian Kest in Santa Monica. It was amazing. So that was 1979. Um, and I, I realized that I am in better, better shape than a lot of 30-year-olds at my age because I've been very, very consistent. I don't, I'm not a weekend warrior. I don't just do something here or there. I don't uh, just wake up in the morning if I feel like it and sleep because I, I would prefer to sleep. I, I do three hardcore workouts every week. And then I also have a rebounder at home, which is a little mini trampoline. So on the days that I don't work out, I try and do like 10, 15 minutes of that, and I always stretch. And I stretch a lot because I sit. And sitting is the new smoking, right? Sure is. Yeah. (laughs) So our culture is just way too sedentary, I think. And people are on their phones, and they're not really paying as much attention to their bodies. And what I love about your style of of, uh, workouts and teaching and instructing the class is that you have such a holistic view of everything you don't um, have us do any kind of weights by rote we're we're doing a lot of functional exercises that incorporates the whole body you're very big on changing things up you're very big on uh, uh, explaining why we're doing things and to me educating people is is one of the gifts that we can give them because then they have the tools to do something with it they can go home and, and choose to do this exercise or, or do something I've recommended, and they now understand why. So I wanted to ask you, what and uh, the type of class that I take from you is at a studio called Drenched, and it's known as a high-intensity interval training class. Is that correct? That's correct, okay. yeah. So that's kind of the latest and greatest, best for our bodies. Would you agree? Definitely is. Um, it seems like there's that kind of fusion of uh, cardiovascular training and strength training and what's interesting is the group fitness um, in a sense i guess has been around for you know four or five decades if you look at um, step classes or um, any other form of exercise that's come out um, that's done in smaller larger groups it seems like people really gravitate toward that and you really get the most bang for your buck doing the high intensity interval training. So, you know, you're basically limiting the rest period, um, kind of working consistently for about an hour. And we make sure and stretch usually at the end and we'll do a dynamic warm up, which is a, an active type of stretching at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and stretching happens to be one of my favorite things. If I could be in shape by just walking and stretching, it would be great, but I don't think that's going to happen. And and I was always under the impression that a limber body and a limber back is, is, is youthful. And that stiffness that happens when people age is, it, it's terrible because it, it limits your range of motion. It, it 
shrinks your body. It just keeps you in pain. So um, I think that the the stretching and, and staying mobile and limber is is super important. But there's people of every age at that class. I mean, there's... Yeah, we've got, um, gosh, as young as, I've seen as young as uh, maybe 14 or 15, and then, um, you know, into, mm, I would say late 60s, early 70s. Wow, okay. Yeah. So I'm not the oldest. Correctly, not at (laughs) all. Sometimes I am in class, but not always. Not Not always. Can you explain what a functional movement means? Um, functional movement is kind of a movement that you would normally see outside, such as if you were to squat down and pick something up, uh-huh. um, that's a functional movement, right? So a squat in itself um, is functional in that you're, you know, you're loading your hips and minimally loading your knees uh, to pick things up. So like a functional movement, um, you know, push-ups, squats, um, any kind of pulling movement, any pull up, um, and it incorporates. It usually incorporates at least you know two to three larger muscle groups. Um, so it's not so much isolating a specific like a bodybuilder would isolate, you know, their biceps and triceps for an hour. Whereas what we're doing is we're really, um, you know, stretching in movement. And I think it's kind of like a little bit more intense version sometimes of Pilates or of yoga, right? So, um, whereas yoga, now you look at like core power yoga, it's becoming popular to sculpt and combine these these fusion type classes. Right, right, yes. And everything that you've mentioned doesn't require weights or any gadgets. So functional movements are things that you can just do with your body. 100%. That's great. So people can take these ideas and and use them at home as well. Push-ups and squats and lunges and those kinds of things absolutely i was listening to a a presentation or a podcast by dave asprey and there's a lot of these anti-aging gurus that are talking about doing a lot less exercise that's that seems to be on the horizon where they're 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 saying that we should get a lot more movement outside like we should do things that we would do in nature that our ancestors did. We should walk, we should run, but in in spurts. Instead of having 60 minutes of cardio and or a kickboxing class or something, but to just do things um, stopping and starting. And I actually heard a doctor, um, I think he's a cardiovascular doctor, give a talk in one of my continuing ed classes, and he said the very best form of exercise is soccer because of these movements where you stop and start and you're using your big muscle groups. And I thought that that was so interesting because I find that I don't require working out every day to stay in shape. I find that three workouts a week is plenty. Whereas 10, 15 years ago, the thought was you have to work out every day. So what are you seeing changing in your world of dynamic movement and exercise and being in shape? Well, I've noticed, um, you know, that I guess I'll start with my personal clientele. Um, it's difficult to get people to realize sometimes that less is more. Right. And I think that um, the general consensus is if I can burn more calories, you know, if I can 
get two workouts in a day, I'm going to do it because people like to push. But it's not exactly, as you were saying, it's not exactly smart to push your body that much, nor is it beneficial. Um, I think three to four workouts a week is great because you give your body plenty of time to recover. And that being said, I would like to see groups, whether it's group fitness or, um, you know, personal, private personal trainers, any kind of um, fitness expert, I would encourage them to talk to their clients about pulling back a little bit and doing a little bit less and maybe just being more mindful of like you're saying, going for a walk outside, playing soccer, um, you know, being active in a way that's not really pre-programmed either. It's kind right. of a little more free. Yes, yes, exactly. And I noticed that you ride your bike everywhere. I do. <laughs> so you're getting exercise all the time anyway. So I am for sure. Um, I actually ride probably about on average 13 to 17 miles a day. Wow. Sometimes more and sometimes less, but usually I don't go below 10. Um, I commute from my house to both Drench Fitness and Sport Fit in Westlake where I work, as well as pretty much everywhere else. So the story behind that one Please, is, sure. Um, I actually last, not last year, the year before, um, I got a DUI. Oh. So I was out um, with friends and made a, an error in judgment. And um, I decided to give up my car until I had earned the responsibility of driving again. Wow. So basically I've been riding the bike probably about a year, yeah, about a year and a half now. Um, I felt like there was a lot I had to learn and there was a lot that the bike could kind of teach me through the discipline of riding every day. Well, absolutely. You, I mean, you're powering the bike. You, you can't just hop in your car and, and do a 25 mile jaunt and back without really thinking and, and routing and all these things, right? Exactly. And you always have to be aware of, you know, traffic. Um, I already, <laughs> I already actually was hit once on the bike going to work, um, to somebody, you know, wasn't looking. So I have to be that much more aware of kind of what's going on and, wow. um, but yeah, it, it kind of feels great. It's, uh, it's kind of the discipline that I needed to, uh, kickstart the next chapter of my life. Wonderful. That's great. And, and in the meantime, it's holistic in, in every sense of the word because it's physical mm -hmm. and it's mental, emotional, and you're almost getting a spiritual lesson every day by doing this. So how wonderful is that? It's awesome. And, and so, many, so much of the time, great things come out of bad situations and tragedies. We don't always see it the minute that, it, that this negative thing happens, but often later on reflection, we can see what a great gift it is and growth. It's definitely, um, it's definitely been a lot of growth. 
like getting up at you know five fifteen in the morning, hopping on the bike by five twenty five to get to work at six. Um, you know, I've there are definitely days where it's a struggle. There are definitely days where um, you know I'm motivated and energized but I'm naturally a night person so it's definitely difficult to get on that bike first thing in the morning um, especially this year where it was rainy and cold half the and we really had a winter that must have been challenging yeah it definitely was um, I challenged myself to bike through most of the rain although if it were you know if it was a downpour um, for the sake of not getting my I have an iPad which I track everything for the sake of not getting that wet, I would sometimes Uber, but you know, most of the time I would just ride through it. Now, is this changing your philosophy on on exercising in a studio? Are you wanting your clients to get out more? Yeah, I actually um, recommend that most of my clients, you know, go for an evening walk after dinner, um, or first thing in the morning when they have time. So I'll kind of you know go over with them strategies on what's your day-to-day -day like what time do you generally have to get that exercise in and try to get them to commit to some time because you know we are creatures of habit and if they don't set it ahead of time in their schedule most likely it won't become a habit um, so I encourage people to get outside to walk obviously I love biking I encourage people to bike right um, you know anything active again you were saying soccer join joining one of these you know adult soccer leagues anything like that oh yeah my son actually is part of an adult soccer league and an adult softball league and he's playing with um, people especially with soccer who are a, a, a little above him where he's, he's he's having to play up so it's interesting how all-encompassing these kinds of sport team sports can be it's something to look forward to you have the camaraderie you have something to play up to you challenge your body your mind it's and again these kinds of exercises um, like soccer and and basketball things that have a lot of stopping and starting are supposed to be better for the large muscles of the body and anytime we're exercising uh, consistently and building muscle we have a better resting metabolic rate so we then become much more efficient beings and that's how our bodies are designed to be right mm -hmm. we're designed to move we are not designed to sit not at all and actually um, you make a very good point about you know the starting and stopping when you're playing soccer um, you know your your quads are kind of your start muscle uh -huh. they're, they're what you take off on your hamstrings kind of you know stop you so you're working you know your legs in different planes of motion and um, I've noticed that the times when I haven't worked out and sometimes I'm guilty of you know sitting for hours and working on business stuff and when I get up I just you know usually feel pretty pretty tight and really um, sometimes even there's you know pain around my low back so I definitely empathize with people who have chronic pain that are afraid to move because they figure that's what did it in the first place oh great point we can always 
work through it. And uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in physical therapy and different uh, exercises and stretches. I've recently had two major injuries. And I guess these things happen in your 50s, I understand. But I had one which was a shoulder injury, which would have been, for an average person, it would have been the type of pain that would have driven somebody to go see the orthopedic. But I chose to do different types of body work and, and physical therapy, and I, I got through it. Another injury that I had was actually I had moved, and I was, anyway, I hurt my low back, and this took me an, a year and a half to get over, and I still felt very unstable. But the only thing that saved me was exercising. Every time my physical therapist would give me another exercise, like maybe I'd have to do side leg lifts or something like that, I would just keep adding them in and I would get stronger and more stable. And at this moment in time, I'm, I'm totally pain-free. And that was, that was a process, it was a journey, but without exercise, and also without having been in good shape, I don't think I would have recovered the same. I think that, uh, again, there's something to be said for consistency. It, I'm not gonna be entering any contests anytime soon. So I'm in good shape for me personally. I like my my weight, my um, muscle tone. You know, I'm I'm perfectly happy with everything. It's it's good enough for me. But I have I have been consistently moving my body and exercising and doing something for so many years that when I did have this bad injury, which was a low back uh, disc problem. I was able to recover, I think, because I'm stronger and because I'm in better shape. So there's also much more far-reaching benefits to exercising and being in shape that that lasts throughout the years that we don't even know about when we're going to work out. That's another beauty of it, I think. Would you agree? Definitely would. And um, I'll give you a great example of two different people, same injury. Um, one of them is a client of mine and the other guy is his buddy. So my client's friend um, injured his rotator cuff, as did my client. They both had surgery, but my client recovered much quicker and fully, whereas the other guy didn't because he was avoiding the physical therapy exercises he was given. Um, And my client's always been kind of a just get it done guy he rides uh, motocross professionally and so he's actually 60 this year wow 62 so yeah that's a testament to to being physically fit is that is that we demand more from our bodies and our bodies pay back in much higher dividends i would say but also you you brought up a good point which was um recovering better after surgery so often knee replacements and hip replacements and and getting shoulder surgery is the result of not having strong muscles supporting those joints would you agree absolutely yeah i mean you have to have strong quads and you have to have the good supporting muscles around the knees for the knee to work properly Mm -hmm. yeah i uh i definitely think that you know it generally results from you know weaker muscle groups and at that point, you know, people are afraid to do the exercises once they've been hurt. So it's kind of like, this is why we need to get people doing this work, you know, as they call it, prehab, prehabilitation before they oh, even get 
Have you I, heard of that term I before? love that. I have not heard that term. So prehab is oh. like, you know, just basically preventing the possibility or minimizing the possibility for injury. Um, you wow. know, through corrective exercise. I don't know if you're familiar with um, the Agoscu method, Peter Agoscu. He is a, uh, a physical therapist that kind of branched out, wrote a book um, about ways that you could kind of heal your body on your own. Different exercises yes. like the ones you did. Um, and, you know, he talks about common problems and different positions to put your body in and for how long. So there's definitely a lot of methods out there. Um, that's one that I would definitely recommend to anybody suffering from you know low back pain knee pain uh, that's a good book yeah and that leads me to reiterate how valuable it is to have a trainer and to have somebody like you even teaching a group class these classes aren't massive there's between 10 and 20 people or you know maybe even between 5 and 20 people but it's so beneficial to have an expert watching and making sure that you're not doing anything that could injure your body because I think that's what a lot of people do they think they're going to the gym or they uh, and that they're doing great they're doing a class they're doing weights but they're not as focused on proper positioning and could be injuring themselves what I see often in my practice is that people have what they think of as an event but it took many years to get to that place so the same holds true, I would say, even for my low back. I had a lot of things that I was doing, especially in yoga, that I, I wasn't realizing was weakening me. And I was hyperextending and I was doing various things. I just thought I was super, super limber. When I had this injury and I really had to change how I was doing certain things and how I was sitting, um, wow, it was a wake-up call because I realized that I had been weakening my, my body for so many years in, in certain aspects. And it led to what was an event, but that event may not have happened had I not had the weakness there to begin with. So I love that idea of prehab, and I love the idea of, of just, be, you know, especially for those of you who are new to exercise, hire a personal trainer you don't have to have them forever but get you over the hump get you educated on what how your body should be how your form should be um everybody has i would say each individual has areas that they're stronger and weaker in some people have very strong legs some people have very strong core some people have a strong upper body some people have uh you know, a weak core, weaker legs, weaker glutes. So these are things that you would be able to, as their trainer, you would be able to pinpoint and, and strengthen, correct? Yeah, and um, I think it's very important when looking for a trainer to seek out somebody who is willing to challenge you in terms of what you're comfortable um doing exercise wise, like most people gravitate toward their strengths, right? So you've got to find somebody you trust to go over those weak points. And I think being willing to truly listen and learn and be present during sessions, because I know um, there's quite a few people that see personal trainers that second they go in they start you know it's like gabbing about their day or week which is great I mean I love talking um, 
but if you're there to get something done, it's my job to make sure that I keep you healthy and that I get you stronger so that you can live you know, an optimal life. Great point. It sounds a lot like what I do, but just with more medical. So again, that's why I wanted to have you on here is because you have such a holistic um, mindset and the, the way that you go about everything is so individualized. And I think that that's the key because people are, the, I think so much is getting lost with the way that our, our culture is. And a lot of people now work out online or they work out um, just from something they heard and they could injure themselves, they could do it incorrectly. But again, hiring somebody in the beginning of, of embarking on a different type of workout is I think super valuable to um, get you correctly, to get you started correctly and like you said, no injuries. And you need to learn who somebody is. If you line up 10 people, they're gonna have 10 different reasons why they're exercising. They're gonna be in very varying degrees of health, so. And being willing to work with, um, you know, a client who maybe they're trying to get ready for an event, but you see the long-term process of, well, we really need to make sure that they stay mobile. They want to get stronger and lose weight quickly. So you've got to kind of be flexible in setting these, um, you know, these goals in the interim while you're focusing on their long-term health. And that's often a challenge because people don't take the time to really think about how am I going to feel five or ten years down the road. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So are you taking new clients? Um, I am currently. I've got space for maybe one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Um, Summer's an interesting time because people are in and out. Right. But, um, you know, when it comes to taking on new clients, if I see somebody who's really looking for a permanent change, who's willing to, um, you know, really take what I give them and run with it, that's somebody I'll always make time for. Um, that's great to know. Yeah, there's no, there's no limit on how early or how late I'll work if... Uh, if the client is willing to work as well. That's wonderful. So where can people find you? Um, I'm at SportFit in Westlake. It's um, it's right off of Via Kalinas. Um, oh, yeah. So it's I over know. in that kind of industrial complex. Right. There's a few gyms over there. Um, but if you Google SportFit Westlake, it should come up. Great. And um, we've got all kinds of, you know, um, turf we've got tires to flip we've got um, pulleys we've got a machine actually that Brandon Kennington made the flex line after oh so he modeled it after our machine called the Kaiser which is a German company that produced the the same type of thing so great oh I love yeah I love that machine there's a few things I always do for my physical therapy when I'm there as you probably have seen I always do these to get the my, my shoulders strong, but, um, well, great. So if people want to get a hold of you, they can find you at SportFit. If anybody has questions, you can always email me at holisticallynancy at gmail.com. And I so appreciate your time and your expertise. And I would love to pick your brain more again, another time. And, um, 
it's been wonderful because I think exercise is one of the most important things. As you see, I have a wall full of remedies. I have supplements back there. I have, I think exercise, sleep, and the right diet and hydration is probably more important than all my remedies put together. So if you want a long, if you want to live a long, healthy life, strong body, you've got to do the work, right? Absolutely. In all of those areas. Yeah. Yeah. So go exercise. Well, thank you so much for having me, Nancy. I appreciate <laughs> thank it. You. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.